Recently, there has been a lot of discussion about Lewis Hamilton's 2008 world title, especially with regards to the 2008 Singapore Grand Prix and Crashgate, where Renault driver Nelson Piquet crashed on purpose in order to bring out a safety car that would benefit his teammate Fernando Alonso so he could get the win. In this video, I intend to go through everything that happened that day, take a look at the newer information that's come to light, and ask the two most important questions. 1. Should the results of this race be voided? 2. Will the FIA actually do anything? To do this, we have to go back to 2008, where F1 was a very different place. For starters, there was no DRS, and the cars were a lot smaller. Take a look at this photo here of the 2021 McLaren alongside the 2008 McLaren. Secondly, McLaren were actually good, and Red Bull were very bad. In fact, the race before the Singapore Grand Prix was the Italian Grand Prix, where Sebastian Vettel would take his first ever win in the Toro Rosso, the sister team to the Red Bull. At this time, Red Bull hadn't won a race, and that win for Vettel put Toro Rosso ahead of Red Bull in the constructed standings where they would stay for the rest of the season. Point scoring was also very different. The winner of the race would be awarded 10 points rather than the 25 points we see today. Second place would get 8 and so on. Refueling was still in the sport as well, meaning that cars would start with less fuel and then fuel up during the pit stops. And also there was a very strange rule regarding the safety car, which stated that when the safety car came out, the pit lane would close and only open again when all cars had reached the back of the safety car queue. Pay attention to that rule because it's very important for this story. Going into the Singapore Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton was the championship leader on 78 points, with Ferrari's Felipe Massa just one point behind on 77, although Ferrari did lead the Constructors' Championship with the pairing of Massa and Kimi Raikkonen on 138 points over McLaren with the pairing of Hamilton and Heikki Kovalainen on 129 points. Meanwhile, the Renault team were struggling in 5th place with only 41 points, a very big difference to where they'd been 2 years earlier. When Fernando Alonso had brought them back to back Drivers and Constructors World Championships. It had also been 2 years since their last win, and they'd only managed 2 podiums in the last 2 years as well. This is when the Renault higher ups came up with a plan to put an end to this drought. 2008 was the first ever Singapore Grand Prix and the first ever F1 night race. In the build-up, ITV commentator James Allen described this as not a title-deciding race. Looking back now, it's very easy to see how wrong he truly was. Massa was on pole by six tenths ahead of Lewis Hamilton in second place, whereas Renault's Alonso and Piquet lined up 15th and 16th. Alongside this, Alonso was the only driver on the grid to start on the softer of the two dry tyre compounds available that day. And on the way to the grid, Nelson Piquet made sure to practice his crash that he would do later on. Massa gets a good start and gets away from Lewis Hamilton, and after one lap has a lead of 1.2 seconds. On lap 12, Alonso pits way before anyone else, and with a swift 9.6 second stop with refueling, he is away. This is when James Allen gives us another fantastic piece of dramatic irony, saying, Renault are trying something different here, you never know. 
lap 14 now, and Massa has a 4.5 second lead over Lewis Hamilton, with Kimi Räikkönen quickly gaining on the back of Lewis. When Nelson Piquet spins and crashes into the wall, this brings out the safety car and closes the pit lane. Now, this whole pit lane closing rule is incredibly stupid, especially when you consider the refueling, because some teams put enough fuel in the car to get to a certain lap on their strategy, and if the pit lane is then closed, they have two options. Either you run out of fuel and you're out of the race, or you go into the pit lane when it's closed, refuel, get a penalty, and you're out of the race. And a couple of drivers did have to do that, we'll get onto that a little bit later. On lap 16, the pit lane opened, and Massa and Hamilton and the majority of the grid come into the pits. Now, in the pit stop, there is a traffic light system above the car that goes green when the car has had all their wheels changed and all the fuel is in and they're ready to go. Usually, this was done automatically, but due to the pit lane being so hectic with so many cars, they had to do it manually, which led to the mistake of Felipe Massa being told to go when the fueling hose was still attached to the car. Massa had to pull over at the end of the pit lane, Ferrari ran down, removed the hose, and Massa rejoined the race right at the back. So, Massa went from a 4.5 second lead to the back of the grid, all due to PK's crash. Meanwhile, behind the safety car, Nico Rosberg is leading the race, although he will get a penalty because he pitted when the pit lane was closed. Jano Trulli was in second, who had not pitted. Then it was Giancarlo Fisichella, who was in third, who also hadn't pitted. Robert Kubica in fourth, who also had a penalty due to the closed pit lane. And then our good old buddy, Fernando Alonso, was in fifth, who had pitted, didn't have a penalty because the pit lane wasn't closed, and was ready to go for the end of the race. On lap 18, the safety car comes in and Lewis Hamilton is in P9, whereas Felipe Massa is P18 and last. And on lap 23, we get confirmation that Rosberg and Kubica will get a 10-second stop-and-go penalty due to coming into the pit lane when it was closed. Also, Felipe Massa gets a drive-through penalty for an unsafe release. And then on lap 34, Jarno truly pits and Alonso takes the lead, where he would stay until the end of the race. So Fernando wins the race, Lewis Hamilton finishes 3rd, and Felipe Massa finishes 13th, meaning Lewis would bring home 6 points, whereas Massa would have none. As for the rest of the championship, Lewis Hamilton would claim his first ever world title at the final race of the year in Brazil, beating Felipe Massa by 1 point. The Crashgate scandal will be revealed in the 2009 season. Renault would drop Piquet halfway through the season, and then Piquet would go to the FIA and tell them what Renault had told him to do. Renault will be found guilty of this by the World Motorsport Council, and receive a disqualification from F1 suspended for two years, meaning that if a similar incident was to occur, they would be banned from Formula 1. Team boss Flavio Briatori was banned from any FIA-sanctioned event for life, whereas head engineer Pat Simmons would get a five-year ban. Fernando Alonso was absolved of any blame and was allowed to keep his win, as the FIA were not able to find any evidence that he or his mechanics knew anything about the plot. Nelson Piquet Jr. would also go unpunished, as he provided lots of evidence for the case, and he would be allowed to compete in Formula 1. Not that any Formula 1 team wanted to associate themselves with him, and he never raced in Formula 1 again although he is the first ever Formula E champion, so at least he's got that. Renault's main sponsor, ING, would also leave them for the rest of the season and never sponsor a Formula 1 team again, and pretty much after this, Crashgate was put to bed.
That was until this year when former head of F1, Bernie Eccleston, who is the result of a scientific experiment between a man and a mop, did an interview with newspaper The Mirror. He revealed that he and former FIA head Max Mosley, who, um, how, how do I, how do I say this without getting demonetized? He um, allegedly likes to take part in activities with various consenting adults who wear uniforms from a very specific section of German history. I think I can get away with saying that. I think, I I think we'll be fine. Anyway, Bernie says that Nelson Piquet Sr. came to them and told them about Crashgate before the end of the 2008 season, meaning that Renault should have been punished earlier, but not wanting to put the sport into disrepute, Bernie and Max tried to cover up the scandal. And now this new information has seen the light of day, Felipe Massa is investigating legal action to have the results of that race voided, making him the 2008 Formula 1 World Champion. Now, the big questions. Should this race be voided? Now, originally I was going to say just disqualify Fernando Alonso, as they probably should have done anyway, because even if he had no knowledge of the plot, he was the one who benefited from it and probably should have been punished too, Not as severely, but he probably should have been just disqualified. But that overall would just promote Lewis to second, giving him more points and making his lead over the end championship bigger. But after watching the race again last night, I think voiding the race may be the fairest thing to do. The crash that Nelson Piquet had did not just benefit Alonso, but it had a domino effect on that race that led to the final domino crushing Felipe Massa's dreams. It didn't just help Alonso, but it ruined the races of Felipe, along with Kubica and many others. Felipe Massa went from a dominant display at the front to nothing, all because of a calculated crash. So I do think the fairest thing to do, and in terms of sporting integrity, would be to avoid that race, in my opinion. But now for the second important question. Will the FIA actually do anything? And the answer to that one is quite simple. No. Changing the result of a championship 15 years later is huge and would not be a great look for Formula 1. It would also call into question many other world titles, such as Ayrton Senna's 1990 title, where he purposefully crashed into Alain Prost, or Schumacher's 1994 title, where he purposely crashed into Damon Hill. And I personally will be putting a claim into the FIA against Alain Prost's 1993 title, as Frank Williams should have honoured the agreement he had in Nigel Mansell. That seat was Nigel's! Nigel Mansell should be the 1993 world champion! Hashtag justice for Nigel! So that's Crashgate. A huge mess that seems to never, ever, ever go away. But what do you think? Let me know, should they void the race, and will F1 actually do anything? I hope you have enjoyed this video, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.